0: Football fans, welcome to the Big Kahuna's Football Podcast, where we bring banter from the bar to the pod. I know you're going to dig this.
1: Banter from the Bar the Pod. Come as you are. And thanks for joining us here at the Pod, the Big Kahunas Football Podcast, episode 24, where today things are going to get lit. Yes, it is Lock It In Thursdays for the pod, where we give out our picks, money lines, straight up style. I'm your host, 808 Ryan, aka Trusted Process, aka Jeff Fisher, aka Flatline, BKA your girlfriend's favorite podcaster, and below. And joining me from Texas, introduce yourself.
0: It is your boy, That Boy Floyd, a.k.a. Titan Boy Floyd, a.k.a. we Coming Back Strong, a.k.a. I uh, Tweaked My Hamstring, a.k.a. The Gimp. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm limping around, guys. Quick story for you, man. So today uh, we had a little thing with our shop where we all worked out and played like a little ultimate Frisbee, man. Yeah, ultimate Frisbee, right? And so we're playing on a football field and I'm like, all right, well, let me grab my cleats. I go pick up my cleats and I get hit with little euphoria, man. It's like the last time I put those cleats on was when I ruptured my Achilles. And I'm looking at those cleats and I'm just like, come on, man, feet don't fail me now. (laughs) (laughs) And what happens, I go out there and I was good for a good minute, a good while. And then towards the end, I tried to go a little too hard trying to chase a frisbee down, which is hard it changes directions on you and I tweaked my hamstring man so now I'm limping around with got the ice wrapped up with the ace bandage on it but I'm still good to go let's get it
1: yeah what's the prognosis on that Floyd? Uh they, the doctor told me uh, the trainers actually
0: the trainers my uh my uh, medical staff told me four to six weeks
1: four <laughs> to six yeah oh my uh, goodness That's equivalent to a grade two, right there, man.
0: That's yeah, Yeah, yeah. it hurts pretty bad, but don't worry, I'll still be here, man. I'm
1: day to day, day to day, (laughs) day to day. PTP four to six on our our diagnosed at four to six, but PTP is day to day. You heard it (laughs) here first. Um, If you want to send some get well wishes, you can get them at his uh, at his uh, Twitter. That boy three.
0: Yes. Hit me, T H A T B O Y three. Real, cu- real quick though, uh, I dropped the poll last show on who had the worst showing in week one, and it was between. And I put the options as the Packers losing to thirty eight to three to the Saints and the Titans who lost a lot to a little. I don't, don't even. I tried to black out the score on that one, but uh, by a landslide, everybody picked the Packers. So I appreciate the love, man. I appreciate you guys. I'm still disappointed in our showing, but we're going to come back strong.
1: Oh, yeah. And you'll get to hear the who, where, where and why of all of that coming up soon. Um, we want just want to let you know here on Lit Thursdays, besides picking winners, we also will talk some about spreads and over-unders. But if you want something that's a little bit more in-depth and your intention is to get that bag and sports wagering is legal in your state, Check out our friend of the show, Steve Andrus, along with Matt Brown and Brad Allen on their website, thelions.com, to find the best sports betting information, tools, and sports book promos. Also be a subscriber on the Lions Sports Betting Podcast on Apple and Spotify and subscribe to their YouTube page for free picks throughout the NFL season. Yeah, we have a lot of you guys view, but we need more. Um, Spread the word. We want to start our road to 500 again um uh, As we did uh, last year, wrote the 500 downloads. We'll start from there, and then once we get to around a thousand downloads, then we're gonna do something really special for you guys. So mm-hmm. uh, that is coming up, um hopefully sooner than later. Now, without further ado, let's talk some matchups. Starting with our Thursday night game, which by the time you listen to this podcast, this game is probably over and done with. It's an NFC East matchup between the Giants and the Washington Football Team. In this contest. It is Washington favorite three and a half at home and 40.5 for the over under quick thoughts on this one.
0: Uh, man, this is an interesting game on a Thursday night because you don't have Ryan Fitzpatrick. You have Tyler Heineke. Heineke, did I say his name right? Uh, Taylor Heineke. Yep. Taylor Heineke. Excuse me. T- sorry, uh, Washington fans. Uh, Taylor Heineke starting a quarterback for you guys, man. It's going to be really interesting. We'd like to have seen Fitzy out there. To see what happens. Uh, interesting stat, though. What I didn't know is that uh Daniel Jones, Danny Dimes, is undefeated against the Washington football team. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Thursday games are usually like, when in the middle of the season, kind of a little slower and stuff. But I don't know. I think this was going to pick up a little bit. So there's going to be a lot of scoring on here. So we have for injuries, Saquon Barkley. That's going to be the questionable one. His knee is questionable. Has he been, I don't think he's been ruled out. Of this game yet, I'm not, not sure. Yet. Correct, correct no. me if I'm wrong. Uh, Curtis Samuel is on the IR as far as for is as growing, but uh, with this with these team two teams, man, I, I really like Washington's defense, man. I picked them up in uh, fantasy, which you'll hear about tomorrow. But I picked them up as a defense. Somebody let him go. I still believe in that pat, that front seven. I still believe it's one of the best in the NFL, if not the best. I like uh, Scary Terry. And I love uh, Antonio Gibson. I think that – I think the New York Giants are a little in disarray. They don't really know what's going on with that defense that was supposed to be so talented They brought in all these veterans. But, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to run the ball for them. Uh, is Saquon going to be back fully or is he going to play a little bit? They're going to have him on a pitch count, as they like to say. And then the other question is who's going to be the leading receiver – for uh, the New York Giants, because last week it was Sterling Shepard. He balled out mm-hmm. for them. Um, but also I've heard some rumblings on some sports talk that Kadarius Toney might have an actual bigger impact or more impact in this game. Uh, have get a bigger caseload, if you want to say. they want to try to get him the ball in space and let him do some things? So very interesting game. First Thursday night, like I said, we're going to miss uh, Ryan Fitzy, but uh, Taylor Heineke. I think, uh, I think his play style might actually work with this team. So mm-hmm. we'll see how that goes. What do you think?
1: Yeah, well, for me, I'm going to go with my team, the, the football team over here. Um, just a little stat to give out to you guys as far as the Giants go. The Giants have lost their first two games of the season in seven of the previous eight seasons and each of the past four. Their 2-15 record in games 1-2 and two since 2013 is the worst in the NFL over that span. I'm going to stick with my faith, the Washington football team straight up and with the three-and-a-half also if you want to go that far. And I will also go over in this contest. So we both agree on Washington over New York. Yep. Sounds good. Moving on here, Bears and Bengals here. A little black and blue for you right here. It's the Bears at home favored by two-and-a-half points. Versus the Bengals, and
0: it's a forty-six over under. Forty-six over under. Bears, Bengals. Hmm. Interesting. You know the Bears' defense is really good, man. They they've been uh, shown to give some give people some trouble. The off that shaky offensive line of the Cincinnati Bengals is something to watch out for. Uh, they did show out last week. Uh, two hundred and sixty-one yards, two touchdowns by Joe Burrow. Mixon had a had a game, a buck twenty-seven and a touch, and Jamar Chase straight drop no chaser i don't know how long we can keep that uh keep yeah. that nickname on him because uh, <laughs> he did show that he can catch the ball but also you like to see that joe burrow spread it around a little bit so you see t higgins got in there Boyd uzama and everything on the other side of the field the question i think to ask is who's going to uh how long is uh, andy dalton going to be the starter for them Uh, If Justin Fields was playing, you know, they're going to have they they play a a whole different style of football. I believe in our last show, we talked about how the Bears offense just looks different with uh, Justin Fields there. But also, don't forget David Montgomery, man. He showed out toward the back half of the year last year. He ended up uh, last week with 16 for a buck 08 and a touch. Very solid. As far as who's catching the ball for them. You know, their top receiver is going to be Allen Robinson. So. I'd still like, even though the Bears defense is nice, I just don't know how that offense is going to move Andy Dalton. And the Bears had a problem with uh, the Rams last week. So in that passing attack, they kind of ate them up and I don't think they get any savior from the Bengals. Did I mess up right there?
1: Nope, you're good. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're, you're looking good. around like, <laughs> you know, right I'm known to, like, say the wrong team every now and then. <laughs> no, no, you're right on point here. It just so <laughs> happens we have some kind of a jackhammer device that is maybe two floors below uh, my apartment here. So there's a little 3.2 uh, registered on the Richter scale here. So hopefully the uh, sound didn't cut off while a Flood was giving his piece about the Bengals and Bears here. Um, so you're picking Bengals, correct? I'm, I'm uh, going Bengals on
0: that one, yes. You're going on Bengals. Quick. Yep, and obviously they're a two-and-a-half-point underdog, so yeah, take those also.
1: Sounds good. Now, for me, I'm going to pick straight up here. I'm going to pick the Bears. The time, the time is now here. They need fans to get their butts in the seats, and what better way to do it than Joe Burrow versus Justin Fields? Let's get Justin Fields there on the team. He makes the offense goes. He gives a different look. And it's not like the Cincinnati Bengals defense is ironclad to begin with. The 46 over under, I'm actually going to go and go over on this one with a Bears victory here. But it better be because Justin Fields is on that field. No pun intended. all right now we're moving to a much more easier matchup i don't think we're gonna have to expound on this too much the browns cleveland browns a a tough um defeat last week against the kansas city chiefs at arrowhead they get to host their season opener against or host their uh home opener excuse me uh versus the texans the texans winners against the jaguars last week but the odds are totally against them. 12 and a half um, is what the Cleveland's laying down here. 47 and a half for the over-under. For me, it's Browns all the way. Let's go Cleveland. They'll do the job here, and I'll also go under on this one. Browns' defense is nasty, and they'll prove that point against a uh, Houston team with not enough weapons. Uh, What says you? Yeah, so before we go any further, man, do me a favor and just let them know
0: Uh, what my over and under is because I knew I was going to forget so before we did this I picked all my over and unders and I kind of like forgot man it's been a busy week of work so I'll pick the winners and then you just tell me what I picked as far as the over under uh trying to remember a lot of things right now plus I got this throbbing pain in my left hamstring right now but yeah this game this game's easy man you're going with the you're going with Cleveland uh straight up money line the 12 and a half i think they're going to beat him by that even though houston is four and one against the browns over the last five games obviously there was a different quarterback at the helm at that time still no word out on him nick chubb big game kareem hunt big game uh baker's gonna baker's gonna baker pretty much and i do like what the Texans did last week i mean they showed their butts uh but i like and i said they're gonna play for pride pride ain't gonna help them this week pick the browns easy
1: all right, sounds good. That's something we can agree on. Rams versus Colts. The Rams are three and a half favorites on the road going into Indianapolis. 48 is the over-under on this one here. Floyd, you picked the under um, yeah. on this one here. Uh, but what about straight up, Rams or Colts?
0: Oh, I'm going Rams easy, man. I'm on the train, man. I think Matt Stafford, like I said, is a good fit, as I said. with uh, He's reminiscent of... Of another quarterback that kind of left the team and was had a bad taste in his mouth and went to a new team and refound himself and Ryan Tannehill, I think that's what happened. Same thing with the Rams with uh, Matt Stafford. You know, I gotta get my plug in here, man. You know, I gotta get my plug
1: in here. I I'm think not Matt talking Stafford, about the Eagles or I'm not talking about the Titans. Yeah, I'm not talking about the damn Titans.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Ty still out. Uh, the Colts are kind of also in a little bit of disarray too. Like, who's gonna be the Who's going to be the star of that team. Uh, with uh, Carson Wentz didn't look too impressive in his game, uh, within the loss they took last week. But the Rams are just firing on all cylinders right now. Even Darrell Henderson showed his butt a little bit. So, that, I think that passing attack, I think that offense with McVay is just too much for the Colts right now. I'm going Colts easy.
1: Yep, um, I agree with you on that one. Colts not enough firepower against this Rams defense, and this time the Rams at least through one week, has shown that they have a quarterback, they have a diversified offense that can get you horizontally, vertically, short, middle, and long. So we both agree on the Rams, and I will also go on the under 48 for Rams and Colts over here. I think um, the Rams defense is going to shine. Bill's Dolphins, intriguing matchup. This is played at Miami, but Buffalo are the favorites for um let's see three and the hook um on the road against the Dolphins 47 over under Floyd you picked the under uh, at 47 yes. here uh, yeah I, took, I picked the
0: under because the Miami Dolphins defense I mean the Miami Dolphins offense hasn't shown me that they can be very explosive you know Buffalo can at times put up points but if I think the recipe's out on them man you shut down their passing game they're a different squad as a uh, Pittsburgh showed and you know Miami's defense has shown in the past year that it can be very opportunistic. Um I still don't think that there it's going to be enough. I do still believe in the Buffalo Bills. Like that defense is solid. Uh they need to they need to do something with that running game, man. Yes, Devin Singletary had 11, 70 had 72 yards last week. And uh the question mark is actually gonna be is Zach Moss gonna play? He was a healthy scratch. So that kind of surprised mm-hmm. everybody. A little bit, so we have to see if that's going to be something. Uh, are, are the Miami defense, is the Miami offense going to turn around? They're not facing the Belichick defense, but they are playing a division rival. Their running game really didn't get off the didn't get off the snide last week. I like to see a lot of Devonte Parker. I want to see more Jalen Waddle. See if he can get off. But uh, I just think the, the diverse passing attack of. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills with Diggs, Beasley, and even Sanders. And even Knox got in, man. They kind of spread the ball around a lot. And and Gabriel Davis. I think that's just too much. And I think that they'll be able to go on and uh, take this win.
1: All right. Um, For this one, uh, straight up, I'm actually going to go with the Dolphins on this one. I think this Mm -hmm. is going to be a big proving game for Tua. I think the pressure really is on him. Um, I thought Tua did not a bad job. I think what was concerning to me even more was the Dolphins not being able to get out of third down situations on defense. And Mac Jones did a spectacular job in his first start on third and intermediate and third and long situations over here. I feel Dolphins uh, will be able to do that against the Bills here. I think a lot of pressure is going to be put on the Dolphins here to make a statement victory, even though it's only on week two. I'm picking the Dolphins' um, money line, and I will also go on the under. The Dolphins will be served right if they go and play this game ugly. Um, They don't want to get into a shootout with the Bills. That's not the right formula. All right. uh, We're moving on another AFC East matchup here. The Patriots on the road to the Meadowlands against um, the New York Jets. Patriots are favored by six. Forty-three
0: is the over/under, uh, Floyd. You picked the over on this one. Why? Yeah, yeah. I took the over on. It. I mean, we took it. At, we're looking at forty-three, man. So you're thinking what? That's the twenty-one to twenty-two style uh, game. I think it's going to be a little bit more than that. With uh, I, obviously Belichick, man, he has a great record when he plays against rookie quarterbacks. Man, he just does not make it easy for them. However, I think that the that the Patriots going to be up so much that the Jets are going to get a lot of garbage time points. And I think that's what's going to push it over. I can easily see 24-21 or 27-21, which would knock it into that over. Also, let's not forget the Patriots are 6-0 over the last three seasons against the New York Jets. And with the Jets losing Mekhi Becton uh, and some of their defensive players and Blake Cashman and LaMarcus Joyner, they're just going to make it hard. Uh, now, the question is, uh, who's going to run the ball for the New York Jets? They didn't really have a... I think Tevin Coleman led in last year, last week with 24 yards. And Ty is it Ty Johnson? Okay, I can get yep. a mix. It's Ty Johnson. I don't want to get okay. a mix with the Baltimore running back. Mm-hmm. But uh um, yeah, not for 24 yards. He didn't really help out Zach Wilson, even though watching Zach Wilson play. The boy got a cannon, man. He has a cannon. <laughs> so I think uh, like I said, there's gonna be some garbage points for him to get them in the New England man, they played a for the first game with a rookie quarterback, you know, unknown receivers, you know, very inexperienced receivers and everything, young team, they play very well. The question, the thing about them was the turnovers. Can they keep those turnovers down? That's kind of what kept uh, Miami in the game against them. So I think they do. I believe in Belichick, man. You know, he's hard. Another one of those guys, hard to bet against. I think he's going to knock those down. And, uh, yeah, New England's going to cruise on this one.
1: Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on this one. Uh, The Patriots are going to clean up the mistakes, like you said, a lot of avoidable mistakes that should have given the victory against Miami. The Makai Becton injury hurts big time, not only because he is their biggest and best offensive lineman, he is also on Zach Wilson's blind side. And when you go against that Patriot blitz, where they're coming in from all kind of angles, it's going to be a learning experience for the rookie um, formerly from BYU. So I will also go with the Patriots. For me, with the 43, I'm going to go under on this one. You say there's going to be some garbage points. I think the Patriots are going to control the ball. Uh, We're going to see a lot of the running backs of due time. I think they're going to make a statement as far as how to have time of possession on the ball and keep the hotshot rookie off the field. So I'm going to go under on that one. Uh, Next game, we got 49ers and Eagles. 49ers, another road favorite going to Philadelphia. They are at minus three. They're lane three against Philadelphia on the road. 50.5 is the over under. And Floyd, you went under uh, for this matchup.
0: Yeah, it's going to be ugly, man. It's going to be ugly. I don't think that they're going to score. I mean, they're going to score points, but I don't think they're just going to bust the uh, 50 and a half. Uh, I mean, you got to remember, San Francisco's traveling across country um to and that normally doesn't fare well not to mention man they got decimated by injuries I mean that's like the story of the Niners, man again man when they lost you know Jason Verrett Mostert's out uh their D tackles out also Maurice Hurst and man the, the, man we didn't even talk about the Eagles like did they not look so good even though it was Atlanta they looked really really good and I think with them being healthy and with the Niners being injured, man, I'm just going to have to go with Philly on that one, man. Also, man, listen, I have something to say to Niners. Uh, uh, excuse me, more like Kyle Shanahan. Listen, I jumped on the bandwagon. I was able to get a share of Elijah Mitchell. Don't screw me, man. Don't screw me this week. <laughs> <Please> don't, <laughs> screw
1: me this week. <laughs> don't screw Don't me. Don't worry. Jeff Wilson's on the PUP list, so um, <laughs> it can't be him screwing you up. No, I'm worried about Jermichael hasty. They still got one left. They got 37 running backs. There's still about, I think there's a good four
0: or five somewhere. You know, this might be a Jalen Hurd runs for 100 yards, you know? Oh no. Oh no.
1: The prodigal <laughs> yeah. son returns. Oh, my gosh, man. Just like,
0: don't screw me over. Yeah, Yeah, I still think you're going to have a big game from Debo and Kittle. Like, this was hard for me to pick. It was really, really hard for me to pick. Right. And I'm going to tell you the reason that I picked it was because they're traveling from one coast to the other and with the injuries and with Philly coming getting high off of that uh win they off last week man i think they kind of that kind of helped them buy into the system of Ted Lasso and uh they're going to believe it so yeah i'm going eagles definitely an ugly one but the eagles an ugly one
1: you know you talk about the Ted Lasso system there's also a really good system that the niners have um led by coach Shanahan and that is a brutalizing uh, running game and a really good defense. We've seen this last year. A lot of people got injured, but they were still able to hold down teams the 49er way. I look at this game as an under just like yourself, but I'm picking the Niners on this Mm. one and not the Eagles. You say brutalizing
0: running game. Are you talking about to the other team or to themselves?
1: Both, you know, it's equal opportunity brutalizing, you know. Yeah, I think I, I think the running backs are taking the most beating on that, one, on that one, man. Yeah, blue blue tent is gonna be busy here as usual on yeah. the sideline. Get that baby popped up and ready to go. Um, We got another matchup here. Um, we got the Raiders going to Pittsburgh. This is the Steelers' lane. Five in the hook. Um, Against the Las Vegas Raiders who are uh, coming off of a a hell of a game, a game that they should have won slash should have lost, but they end up winning anyway. 47 is the over, under, and you picked over, Floyd. You see this one as a shootout?
0: Yeah, I do see a lot of points being scored in here. This is going to be another ugly game, but it's going to be with the ugly one we like to watch. 47, not that many points. That's 24, 23. I think they easily beat beat that. I can see 28, 27, uh, 31, 28 style type of game. Yeah, that was a very emotional game at home for the Las Vegas Raiders, man. Uh, Derek Carr did look good. Darren Waller was Darren Waller. Uh, Josh Jacobs didn't get off the ground, but he did have two touchdowns. Uh, for them, which was pretty good. Also, um, I think that hold on, what was I about to say? What was it? was something else I was about to say with this team. I totally forgot what I was about to say. Uh, oh, yeah, sorry, the injuries. Yeah, they just recently lost Gerald McCoy, uh, their D tackle. Mm-hmm. He's, he's out on IR and they lost their offensive guard, uh, Denzel Good, also IR torn ACL, so he's more like gone for the year. So I think that that's going to allow Najee Harris to finally get off. Yes, he was on the field as they always said all week. He's on the, he's on the field for every snap. If there's a game that they can go on and get this running game going, I think that's going to be it. And plus with that trio of wide receivers, it's going to be really tough for uh Vegas uh for the I'm about to say the Vaders, The Ra- the, Ra- the Vegas Raiders, that might be a new nickname. Vegas.
1: Las, Las Vegas, Big Van Vaders. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> going all the way to, uh, is it even Three Rivers Stadium now? No, I'm over here with you. Like, confused uh, Heinz Field, excuse me. I, that's, yeah. Heinz that's, Field, man. That's, telling that's, our age,
1: man. We're telling our age.
0: That's oh, the, yeah. I know. Yeah. Well, I got to go with Pittsburgh.
1: Well, I'm going to agree with you. I'm also going for the Steelers. Just the emotional roller coaster for the Raiders. Yes, that uh, loss to the offensive guard. That is huge since the Raiders love to run the football, or at least that's what they represent. Um, The Steelers, a lot of people have been putting them down. Some people even said that they're going to not even make the playoffs. They got an important victory against the Bills last week, and they're going to continue that momentum with a win here against the Las Vegas Big Van Vaders. Big Van Vaders. Hey, another
0: Quick one with that, too. This is what I, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say with them losing Gerald McCoy, you got to remember, man, they had a, what, a four-string running back last year? I mean, last week, uh, kill them. Was
1: Ty, a Tyron Johnson? He's Tyron, right? Yeah, he, Tyron. There's Ty, Ty in New York, Tyson in Baltimore, and now we got Tyron. Oh, yeah, Ty- <laughs> yeah, Tyson, jo- Tyson Johnson
0: ran all over him. So, I think if anything, this is a game we're not. I'd like to think that Najee Harris is
1: better than Tyson Johnson. Just oh, as- agreed. Yeah. agreed. I hope so. Quick question Who, who did a, a better uh, moonsault 400 pounds and over than, than Big Van Vader? Oh man, <laughs> that was awesome, dude. <laughs> there, there can't be nobody. No, nobody. No. No, Undeceded. that was awesome. <laughs> now Hugh, uh, Hugh the Quest, uh Hugh Morris, um, the that question mark guy or whatever. He, mm-hmm. I think he was at around three twenty five, 330, But he he put off a good moonshot also. But uh, not as good as Vader. Vader was louder. Vader,
0: Van Vader.
1: Rest oh, in man.
0: peace. Rest in peace, man.
1: <laughs> All right, enough with the rest in there. Woo! We got the Panthers talking about uh, North Carolina, North Cackalackin'. It is Carolina Panthers at home versus the New Orleans Saints. Saints coming off a huge victory against the Green Bay Packers, and they are favored, three in the hook on the road. 44.5 over under. You picked over. You see a lot of points on the board on this one.
0: Yeah, man, it's really tough when you got somebody named C-Mac, Christian McCaffrey on one end of the ball, and then you look at what they did in New Orleans. Like, I've always said that Jameis Winston is the quarterback of the future for that team. Uh, and the offensive weapons they have they also got another dude named kamar you don't think that kamar mccaffrey got a little side bet going on of who's going to produce the most for them kamar didn't look too well last week uh as far as like from the catching out of the backfield meanwhile mccaffrey kind of like balled out dude so i see the i see a big pickup in uh offensive production on both of these teams i do st- it's a, this is another tough one to pick, man. I mean, that Sam Darnold revenge tour, I mean, were they high off the emotion of beating the Jets now? Are they going to kind of fall back into mediocrity? I don't know, man. We're going to have to see if Sam Darnold can hit those receivers like Teddy Two Gloves did for them last year. But Jameis Winston, you saw the five touchdowns, but you got to also keep in mind the 148 yards passing that he had. I think what they were do, trying to do is make it easy for – I think Sean Payton was trying to make it easy completions for Jameis Winston not get too carried away so he can throw like 30-something picks again this year. I think he's trying to protect him. So I see a lot of Kamara. I see a lot of McCaffrey. And I think that, yeah, the Saints, they're going to continue to ride their high. And uh, I should have pulled that moment last game, the last um, game we were talking about on this game, because then I would be like, oh, I'm just acting like Jameis Winston. What was Mm. it he
1: said again? (laughs) I can't
0: remember. (laughs) But just be prepared, man. Just be prepared. (laughs) Right. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, this matchup is very interesting for me also here. Uh, 44 and a half. I definitely go with the over. I think points are going to go on the board defenses. I know the Saints have really good defense, but the Panthers, they got a lot of weapons on their end. Um, and for the Panthers, if they want to come in to get the victory here, um, by the way, I did not pick the Panthers to win this one. It would be the Saints straight up, but in order for the Panthers to um, make it favorable for them, it has to be a track meet. They would need to have a lot of CMC gain the ball over 30 times, over 175 total yards, bare minimum. But it is the Saints for me. And I'm going to go over with the 44 and a half. Now, side note the over in this game over the last 20 games
0: has hit in 14 of them mm. since the start of 2011. So keep that in mind, too. Then I don't know if you're superstitious or not. Yep. Oh, side note, if you guys are hitting on these picks that we make, man, yo, I don't need anything. I mean, normally I charge a 15% fee, but uh, you know what? All I need all I need, is a hit a subscribe, hit a like, send me a tweet, let me you know that you picked a ticket off of what we decided, and so that way we can know that we're doing something right. You know what I mean? That'll make us feel like good. That. We just need the little feel goods.
1: I like that. Yeah, agreed. Oh, by the way, uh, we got a, um, a new uh, season two subscriber from Japan what yeah
0: japan in the house yep got japan I got in the house. yeah I got the yep. <laughs> awesome awesome hey if you're listening from japan hit me up on my twitter i'll give you a shout out with your handle and everything hit me at that boy three t-h-a-t-b-o-y the number three hit me up man that's gonna be awesome man can't wait to can't wait to hear from you yeah I'd like to send you
1: some merch too man you love that yeah, we we still waiting for our friend from Brazil to uh, come through. And so uh, hopefully sometime during the season, um, he or she will be coming through for us on that one. Yep. Now for the Broncos and the Jaguars here, I'm not going to spend much time I'm talking about this one here. Uh, minus six Broncos, their road favorite going into Jacksonville. 45 is the over-under. Um, Floyd, you went with the over on this game. Why?
0: it's over, oh, twenty. It's forty-five points, man. I think Teddy Two Gloves is going to have a day. KJ Hamler is very explosive on that on that offensive side of the ball. You saw Melvin Gordon kind of have an all right day until he busted that seventy-yard run. I don't believe in Jacksonville whatsoever, man. They don't know who's going to run the ball back there. I, I think I don't know why Urban Meyer hates James Robinson. Not really sure. I'd like to see a better performance from Trevor. I mean, he mm-hmm. got his first loss I think since Pee Wee football.
1: Yeah, <laughs> something
0: like that. <laughs> Something like that, and also you know, with the loss of Ronald Darby, you know that's going to be big. And Judy, oh man, Judy, I'm sorry, man, but Judy going down. I still, I think they're going to hit the over, but I think it's going to be mostly because the Broncos are just going to walk away with this
1: one. Yeah, hopefully, Courtney Sutton gets some love too, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's hope so. Uh, and that that's my uh, playoff uh, um odds are counting on you, Courtland. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> And amongst a lot of other players. But uh, I also think the Broncos, this is going to be an easy one. I'm going to pick the under in this one here. I see the Broncos stifling the Jaguars here. It's going to be another frustrating time for Urban and for Trevor. Uh, hopefully Trevor Lawrence doesn't become an AKA Bo Callahan. Mm. I hope not. Trevor's a good guy. Yeah. Donates to charity a lot too. Um, now with a good heart.
0: Yeah, he's the future of my fantasy, my dynasty team, so... That's true. Better things from Trevor, man. He was born and bred to be a a quarterback in the NFL. So let's see. Let's see how it looks. Yeah, I
1: wish he had a better coach. Anyway, (laughs) we're moving on here. Vikings-Cardinals here. This is a tricky matchup. Dalvin Cook going into the desert here. Cardinals, favorite at home, three on the hook. Um, And the over-under is 50 and a half. This must have been one of your easiest overs.
0: Yes. Easy, definitely. 50 and a half. Listen, man, after the butt whooping that the Tennessee Titans took by this team uh, last week, man, I have nothing but respect for them. And I'm telling you right now, there's not a squirrelier quarterback than Kyler Murray, man. And he's going to have that Minnesota defense running all over the place. But it's going to be fun to watch because, you know, he's going to run around in the backfield for 10, 15 seconds while he waits for D-Hop or Christian Kirk. Get open. (laughs) Ouch. <laughs> it's Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's going to explode. You know, he's going to run for a lot of yards. He's going to throw. He's going to make it to where they're going to be explosive. I think Arizona's going to have one of the highest scoring offenses this year. Uh if they could keep it up the stamina. That was kind of Kyler's uh issue last year. You can see him tired down the stretch. And also he got a little banged up. Uh, Also, on the Minnesota side of the ball, Dalvin Cook didn't have a Dalvin Cook game. He only ended up with 61 yards and a touch, but he also lost a fumble. I think that's weighing heavy on his mind, too. He wants to get off on the right foot. You don't think they're watching tape on uh, Chandler Jones? They're going to try to be prepared for him. But I do think that Adam Thielen is going to continue to beat Adam Thielen. Justin Jefferson has a a thing on his shoulder, too. He only had – oh, I say only 71 yards, five catches, 71 yards. But with the numbers he put up last year – you know, he's got a little chip on his shoulder. He wants to show a better outing too. So yeah, I, I do pick Arizona. Like I said, out of respect, they are playing at home. Uh, but I do think this is gonna be one of those, another one of those fun matchups to watch.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm sticking with Arizona also for this one here against Minnesota. It is gonna be a fun one. Um I don't know if the Vikings defense at this point um has what it takes to keep up. Um, With the Cardinals uh, right now, Cardinals have been displaying all kind of weapons here, and they don't even have all their weapons in full arsenal still yet. So Mm -hmm. even their uh, Rondell Moore and some of the rookies, um, you know, you mentioned already Christian Kirk. He's been a revelation (laughs) in the uh, slot receiver position. So a person that uh, we both know um, pretty well. Yes. Um, So
0: (laughs) probably probably biblically.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Cardinals, yes, three and a half. I'm also with you on that. And the 50 and a half over or 50.5 over one of the easiest ones. Um, Before we go to our next matchup, it's survival pool talk. Broncos, that would be pretty easy one to have for survival pool. Is that one of your high recommendations? Ooh,
0: Survivor Pool. Hold on. Let me change my mindset because I haven't picked mine yet. Yes, I'm still in it. No, I did not pick Tennessee to win the first game. I went with the Niners over Detroit because like I said, they were healthy. So you better get that pick in early, folks. <laughs> it seems like I was right. Man, you said Broncos and who? Jacksonville? Yeah. yeah. Broncos
1: over the Jaguars.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Broncos over Jags. I like that one a lot. Uh, I'd like that one. Obviously, if you want to use Tampa Bay now, you can. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about why in a minute. Uh, Arizona's one that's interesting too. That could be kind of a trap game. So be very, very
1: yeah. careful. They I'm might touching
0: that. Don't know if they're really that good or is Tennessee really that bad. Uh, another interesting one would probably be obviously New England, New England and the Jets. That's yep. a simpler one to pick, but you gotta remember you can only pick each team once. So yeah, you might want to go on and get rid of New England because I don't know what their schedule comes up against, but going on and getting rid of them with the rookie quarterback, probably not a bad idea. I'd probably yeah. go with that one, man. Yeah. yeah um, I'd probably save Cleveland for later when they play somebody tougher. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When I need a, when I need when I need one. So yeah. a, I don't know how Survivor. This is our first time, full disclosure, everybody. This is our first time doing a survivor pool. We're interested in it. Um, I think next year we're gonna have a big one. We'll probably run one with every all of our listeners too, and uh try to see how you know who does the best, who survives the most. I obviously, do have a prize at the end, some merch, so a little shout out and everything. Okay. Even bring, and even possibly bring you on, dude, to kind of see what your strategy was was, uh and picking them. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. please get involved. But uh yeah, man, that's what I'm going with. I think I'm gonna go with the uh Yeah, New England over the Jets. I think that's what I'm doing.
1: Yeah. Okay, sounds good. I'd like to get the Broncos out of the way. Um, They're in a really tough division, um, so that may be my pick. But this next game that we're going to talk about is probably going to be an odds-on favorite to become a survival pool candidate. Then that is, indeed, the Buccaneers versus the Falcons. Bucks favored by 12 at home against ATL. 52-and-a-half is the over-under. And, Floyd, you went under in this contest.
0: I went under on this
1: one? Yep. Yo, can I... Change can that I to over? Change that, yeah. I would
0: have changed that okay, to over. Okay, I was wondering. I just saw something, man. The over in this game, over the last eight games, has hit seven, seven times. And one thing we saw, because I had to put some thought into it because it was kind of like a shotgun, give me your picks <laughs> and your over-unders. But uh, <laughs> yeah, you got to remember last week with the... Um, the Dak Prescott did to them now I'm not saying that the Atlanta Falcons offensive line is going to be able to hold off that Tampa Bay defensive line but if they do if they are able to give Matt Ryan even a little bit of time with those weapons that he has they we have seen that the Tampa Bay's weakness is in their secondary so I could see some garbage points obviously the Falcons know about the 28 to 3 I'm pretty sure there's going to be way more trolling going on so I'm so I think the Atlanta is going to want to like hit them in the mouth I, I would not be shocked if Atlanta gets the ball first off the uh coin toss, and the first thing they do is take a shot downfield right at him. Can mm. kind of try to punch the champs in the mouth. So mm-hmm. yeah, I can see the this other than that, Tampa Bay, I still have is gonna win this game. Yeah, this could be a survivor game, a survivor pool pick. I'm gonna save it though. I'm gonna save it. So we'll have to see. Rojo is getting the start.
1: Oh, gonna oh leave boy. It like, yeah, pick gonna, the Falcons, folks. No, nah, nah, we're just kidding. <laughs> Rojo, Rojo, I'm sure will be doing fine here. Everyone's been doing fine against the Falcons lately. I'm picking the Buccaneers myself, but on this one, I will go under um, the 52 and a half here. Buccaneers will get theirs. I have no, uh, I still don't see it after watching the um, Atlanta Philadelphia game. I just don't see it uh, with Matt Ryan right now. Yeah, and, but don't yeah.
0: forget too, Tampa got some extra rest this time too. So that, that older
1: team's going to need it. Mm-hmm. They're gonna come out fresh, man. They're gonna come out fresh. Again, not so good news for the Falcons. So, <laughs> yeah, that that one we're in agree agreement on, and also a survival pool pick. Now, this next game, not as easy to figure out, it is Dallas traveling to LA versus the Chargers. The Chargers are favored by three points. And it's a 55-and-a-half over-under, which qualifies as the biggest over-under um, set by the boys in Vegas. You went over. You see ultimate shootout, fastest guns in the West. Let's go. Yeah,
0: I do. I don't see them. Dallas didn't show they were. They they, they cannot show that they should have a pass rush. and Because they did not sack old uh, stone foot Tom Brady at all last, last week. Not to mention they lost Demarcus Lawrence on, on IR with a fractured foot. Uh, that's going to be big for them for their pass rush Uh, we already know they can't cover anybody and boy the Chargers offense looks amazing man so if if anything the Chargers defense might do something but also the Dallas Cowboys they show they can throw the ball and maybe if uh, TD Lamb holds on to a couple of more of those drops he had last week it could be big but Mari Cooper is looking he's looking like one of the best receivers in the league right now so that's an early on favorite uh, for best wide receiver in the league with the route running and everything. And he's looked like, he's completely in sync, in sync with Dak Prescott. This game also going to be another fun one to watch. And I'm taking the Chargers in this one at home.
1: Yep. Um I'm also going with the over 55 and a half here. I see this is one of those contests that's going to be 41 to 31 uh, when it's all said and done. So the 55 and a half seems to be kind of um A huge uh, setting point, but um, I see this ball going down the field between two really good gunslingers in Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott. Ultimately, it's the Chargers coming up on top, straight up, and also laying down the three for me. And by principle, I do not pick Dallas. So Mm -hmm. moving on, uh, we got the Titans versus the Seahawks. Uh, In this one, uh, the Titans, after a tough victory or a tough uh, loss last week, having to travel to the 12th man over in Seattle, five and a half Seattle favored. That's kind of big. That's 50, really big. 54 over under you picked the under who did you pick coming out on top?
0: Well, you already know who I picked coming out on top. I said you earlier when I made these picks that if I pick Tennessee all week, I mean all year to win, I, f- I feel like I should be over 500. I better be over 500 or this is going to become an ugly podcast <laughs> pretty
1: soon. You know, but, Je- uh, Jeff Fisher coached the um, the Titans slash Oilers at one point, right?
0: Yes, he did, and he led them to the Super Bowl. That was before he was eight and eight. Jeff Fisher, just so Burn.
1: you know. Okay,
0: <laughs> but as we you, did, as you go. <laughs> yes, uh, we did lose our safety, Amani Hooker. He's on IR with a foot injury, so you hate to see that. But listen, man. The Titans, they have nothing but pride to to play for now, man. We got our butts smacked in that first game. And I see Derrick Henry, who who did nothing, wasn't able to get off. Let me rephrase. He wasn't able to get off because of our offensive line. Uh, He only had 58 yards. You don't think this man's going to try to control the ball. I see 30 carries for Derrick Henry. And you know what that means? That means that clock is going to tick, 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 tick. And that's what we need to do. Hopefully we learned a lesson last week. Uh, with uh one of the squirrely quarterbacks, now we got the squirrely quarterbacks mentor. We keep that offense off the field. They also are a run first team, even though Russell Wilson still threw for four touchdown passes. But you know they love to run the ball up there in Seattle. I see this. This is why I picked the under. There will be some big plays, but uh, I see that clock. I see that clock just being an issue to hit the over on this one.
1: Yeah, um, I ended up picking uh, picking my picks earlier this morning. Um, well, while well, um, I was preparing for the pod here. And um, I saw that I picked Tennessee. Tennessee to outright win Seattle. I will also go with the under also, um, just for the same reasons you talk about, because I think Seattle has a lot of respect for the Tennessee offense themselves. They want to control the clock also. They're all talking about we're going to be ball control and give the ball to Carson. and. Whatever running backs that they have, um, minus Rashard Carson's Penny. healthy right now. Carson's healthy right now, too. Remember that Carson's mm-hmm. healthy, Rashad Penny, not so healthy. No. Um, uh, but with that said, yeah, I got the Titans. Um, yes, I got yes. the Titans on this one, man. I thought you were about to change your pick, man. It was about to go no, down. Th- th- that's why, you know, right when you were talking about it, I was clicking, I was looking at um, what I had on the Excel sheet, and yeah, I have. I have Tennessee and the under on top of that. Nice. So we got two more matches to go. Um, Let's go to the Chiefs and Ravens here. It seems like every time Kansas City goes to the Ravens in Baltimore, all this big hype between Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, and the Chiefs just smack up the Ravens every time. Why is this going to be any different? 56 is the over-under. I see the under. I don't see the Ravens scoring much. The Chiefs will score. Um, three on the hook, Chiefs, road faves. I'm t- taking the Chiefs, and this is one is easy. Yeah, I th- I think it's also easy on
0: this one too, man. Even though the over is hitting this game for the last five games, that was a different Baltimore Ravens team. This this team is decimated with injuries. You saw them struggle. You saw the struggles they had uh, keeping the receivers and stuff in front of them in, uh, with Derek Carr it's not going to get any easier with old Patty Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, man. So yeah, I see a big game from Patrick Mahomes, a big game from CEH. He's going to get the ball a lot. And I see Tyreek Hill doing 11, 12 catches and the same thing also with, uh, with uh, Mr. Kelsey killer trap. So yeah, very easy game to pick man. Baltimore fans, you guys just hold on, man. Just try to hold on, man. 'cause, Cause it's, it's getting rough for you guys. I do hope you guys give the ball more to Tyson Williams. I want to see him carry the ball more uh this week, uh, as opposed to giving Latavius Murray 10 carries. I think some of those should have went to Tyson. I think that would have been a big factor in your guys winning the game last mm-hmm. week because he was running the ball very, very well. So that also, you know, the main thing they got to do, look for you got with any time you play the Baltimore Ravens, you gotta contain um uh Lamar Jackson and I think they're going to have a game plan for that like they have in the past
1: nice one yep um no arguments here and uh for our final matchup here the Monday night matchup we have the Lions versus the Packers this will be played at probably a little bit more uh, sultry Lambeau field here as we're not in the tundra months 11 and a half favorites are the Packers 48 over under um floyd you went with under at 48 for this matchup Mm -hmm. yeah because i
0: can see the exact same score that happened when they got their butt stomped by uh the saints 38 to 3 i think it's going to be the exact same thing yeah the pack the packers are going to score a lot of points but i don't think detroit is man i mean detroit did lose okuda last week man that was kind of tough to watch man you hated to see it with a torn achilles on top of that but the packers Man, Aaron Rodgers has seen the news. You know he's in the news. You know he's watching everything. And all the stuff that he talked this offseason, man, they're going home. They're playing at home and they're playing the Lions. I feel very sorry for the Lions, man. They're gonna they got something to show. They got to show that this is not how the last ride is supposed to go on with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. They have some pride to play for. So these guys are gonna come out and they are going to stomp. <laughs> the lions. What is it? 11 and a half. I would, and take a half. The, I would take the favorite on that too. I think they destroy them by like 15, 20
1: points. Yep. No argument for me either. This one's going to be a Packers route here on Monday night. Um, 48 over under. I also see the same thing. I, I don't really see the lions. Sometimes there's that possibility. Are you going to get the garbage points on the back end? I see the Packers getting uh, up to 35 to 38 points on this one. And then for the Lions, uh, I, I don't see them get past 10 points. Mm-hmm. Yes, the Packers got a lot to prove here because they let a lot of people down. A lot of people scared, even including myself. I was kind of doubting like what is going on here. So, yeah, Packers with a statement victory on Monday night here with, with the glitz and the glamour. Aaron Rodgers, as you mentioned, yes, everyone knows that they're watching them. And um, they'll take care of business. So that concludes all of our games here. We promised a quick hitter, and this time we delivered a quick hitter. Apologies for the last show that um, went quick hitter plus quick hitter plus quick hitter times many quick hitters and it became a two-hour show. So <laughs> we listen to you fans, we listen to you listeners, and um, that 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 is it right there. Floyd, any last words before we sign off?
0: Yeah, just to cup. this this one little one, man. Listen, yeah, hit us up again. Like I said, we want to get the fans more involved uh this this year. Uh this is our second year going doing this, man. We're really loving all the feedback we're getting. Uh yeah, drop a like, man. Send us uh send us something on my Twitter, that boy three. If you have questions whatsoever, or you want us to talk about a certain topic, man, we would definitely give you a shout out. We want to start also adding some comp some uh competitions. And contests for our fans, so we can try to get them some stuff out there too. Man, get them more involved. Like I said, this our podcast was brought to be like, yo, we're we're at the bar. You guys, they all have been at the bars watching the games, and you got somebody sitting next to you. You guys just start talking shop while you're watching the game, and y'all just bouncing stuff off each other. Sometimes I'll give you some knowledge. Sometimes you realize. That person don't know what the hell they talking about. And that's what we want to bring to. So you guys are sitting at the bar next to us. That's what I, that's what I envision right now. So hit us up with some stuff, man. If you want to even give a shout out to your team, man, we'll give you a shout out. I'm, I ain't going to say I'm going to pick your team, but I'm saying say we'll give you a shout out, man. Just tell us why. Hit me on my Twitter, That boy 3 T-H-A-T-B-O-Y, the number three, man. Love you guys.
1: Peace out. Peace. Take care.